This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Begin this hour's E News. Golden Globe nominations this morning. Yeah, the Globes, they announced. The nominations yesterday and The Shape of Water led the way with seven nominations. It's a a new movie about, you know, water and uh, seven nominations. That's not bad. HBO series Big Little Lies and the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri got the second most nominations with six each. I finally did watch Big Little Lies and it was awesome. Isn't it good? So excited that they are doing a second season because the way it ends, I'm like, hey, listen, time out. You can't just, this can't just go away. We got to find out what happens next. I like the way that it ends though, because it kind of just feels like it's final. Like I don't need to move on anymore. You don't? (laughs) Nope. I kind of feel like, what are they going to do now? Am I going to have to sit through Court like a whole nother trial. Or... Well, I want to find. I mean, I want to find out what happens with these women and the realization. I don't want to give too much away, but the realization that they actually might be connected somehow. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm done. I, I mean, I'll watch it, but how many episodes was it to start out? It's with? only like six or seven. Yeah, it's it's not very oh, long. so it's an easy watch. Oh, I think you oh, would like it a so lot. Good. Okay. Yeah, I told you that. And Nicole Kidman is fantastic. Yeah. Really. Yep, she right. all four ladies got nominated. Oh, so they did. All four did. So it's going to be Reese Witherspoon versus Nicole. Yep, for Shailene. a leading actress, and then Shailene and Laura Dern for supporting actress. She was really good in it too. So Laura Dern just is a nut job in that thing. What's the song? It's great. It was on HBO. 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 Mm-hmm. Very, very good. As for snubs go, the big sick and Wonder Woman were shut out. Bunch of acclaimed TV shows also ignored, including Veep, Orange is the New Black, The American, Silicon Valley, Transparent, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Mindhunter, and American Horror Story. A lot of those, cult. like Veep and Transparent, have gotten love in the past. So well, maybe it was someone else's turn. Who is the Who is the lead guy in Transparent? Oh, the guy that used to be on Gary Shandling that now has left the show because of sexual misconduct. Exactly. And they are, there's some speculation that that's the reason that that show got shut out. Ah. Because, yeah, same thing with Kevin Spacey, you know, House of Cards didn't get anything. And this movie that Kevin Spacey was supposed to be in or was actually in. All the money in the world, and the movie was ready to be it ready to be released, and they're like, nope, they pulled him out of it, and put Christopher Plummer in. And this was after Maybe they had already back. shot yeah. all of Kevin Spacey's scenes. Yep, and they had to bring in this guy Christopher Plummer, who you may remember was uh, what was he, Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music? Oh yeah, you'll totally recognize this dude. But I mean, the thing that he just shot those scenes three weeks ago, and I think the movie comes out this Friday. That's unbelievable. And he, Christopher Plummer, got a Best Supporting Actor nomination. They had to reshoot all of those. Yes. Can you imagine the money? 
I know, the budget. right? Exactly. January 7th, NBC, Seth Meyers hosting. So it'll be an interesting right. show. In other e-news this morning, celebrities appear to be standing by Keaton Jones. You may remember Keaton Jones. We talked about him yesterday. He is the Tennessee middle schooler who went viral when his mother posted a video of him crying about being bullied. Even though they're standing by him, even though there have been some confusing developments. Someone found a Facebook page that supposedly belonged to Keaton's mother, Kimberly. And on that picture, on that page, rather, they found pictures of people proudly holding Confederate flags. In one photo, Keaton is holding an American flag, standing next to a kid with a Confederate flag. Kimberly also allegedly posts a message to, quote, butthurt Americans, which may have been a response to the violence in Charlottesville. After this came out, Kimberly made her Facebook account private. Meanwhile, Instagram accounts started popping up, claiming to belong to either Keaton or Kimberly. Some even asked for donations. Those turned out to be fake. There was also a GoFundMe page called Stand Up for Keaton that was shut down after raising about $57,000. Now, the guy who started it is not part of Keaton's family. He claims to be sincere, and GoFundMe is working with him to make sure Keaton gets that money. One young woman named Lakin Jones, who says she is Keaton's sister, has been standing up for the family on Twitter. She says they never planned on making money off of this and have nothing to do with any of the fundraising campaigns. She also denied that her mother was a racist, saying she's just a, quote, strong Southern woman. She also denied a Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Rumor that the reason Keaton was being bullied is because he was calling other kids the N-word. She says that's not true. She mm. said those who know me and my family know we are not racist. My brother does not say the n-word please leave that alone anyway some celebrities made sure to reaffirm their support for keaton like Patton oswald who tweeted hey keaton didn't get to choose the family that raised and shaped him how about showing him that people of all races and creeds can come together change things maybe show him a better world and jameel hill from espn called it a teachable moment so a lot of developments there but it seems like most celebrities are Standing by Keaton, despite some of those confusing. God, and that video was all over TV yesterday, it too. Really it's just like, oh, it rips my heart out every time I see it. We do have to take a quick break here, but we have more e news to tell you about, including Netflix now shaming people. Christmas has gotten out of control. But when I was a kid, I wanted to celebrate it. But I couldn't because I'm Jewish. <laughs> but when you compare Christmas to Hanukkah, there's no comparison. Christmas is great. Hanukkah sucks. (laughs) How do we celebrate Hanukkah? We celebrate it with candles. Little tiny candles. You Christians, on Christmas, Santa comes and he brings a ton of stuff. 
It's unbelievable. It's extraordinary. I go next door to see my best Christian pals. I'll never forget it. And the whole house is filled with boxes. It's like a warehouse. And out back, there's six ponies. Six! We were going to buy Princess One, but we loved all of them. <laughs> Merry Christmas! People believe that Hanukkah is uh, uh, celebrated for eight days. And that's a liar, liar, pants on fire situation. Most Jewish families don't make it past the fourth day. It doesn't happen. Come on, are we going to light the lights? Uh, no, enough's enough. First night you get socks, second night an eraser, a notebook. It's a back to school holiday. It's comedian Lewis Black, with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Happy Hanukkah. Right back. Happy Hanukkah. Right. So what's going on with Netflix? And why right. are they shaming people? I am just not very happy with Netflix today and their behavior. Why not? They, well, they're trying to have a little fun with their Twitter account, and they shamed some people for their viewing habits. Netflix tweeted, quote, To the 53 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days, who hurt you? And the Christmas <laughs> Prince, that's like a... It's a Netflix Christmas movie, but Correct. it's in the style of like the Hallmark ones. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I did you, You've yep. seen it? I've gone past it. <laughs> You've seen it? I have not watched it. I put it in the queue. You watch all these, though, don't you? I love them. <laughs> you do? That, um, <laughs> the Hallmark ones, all of them? You remember Lindsay? That was uh, an attorney on one of those legal shows. You watched it. Uh, it was Her name was Lindsay on the show. And she was with ah the really good looking other guy. What was the attorney show that you used to watch back in the day? Lost and Legal. Lost and Legal. Was that the one? I, I was it Lindsay on there. I think so. Anyways, she is starring in some Christmas movie. It's called A Boyfriend for Christmas on the Hallmark Channel hmm. with Austin from Days of Our Lives. Well, that's kind of awesome. Huh? Like, What's the one what that is this pairing that Drew Lachey was in a few years <sighs> ago? Was that on Hallmark? Probably. I think it wasn't no, I think it was. was Lifetime or something. Um, but remember, he was with that really young girl. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Guess who's coming to Christmas? There you go. I wonder if that's still airing somewhere. We'll have to ask Drew because I'm sure he'd appreciate us giving those times and channel. <laughs> oh, it is <laughs> for people. It's coming up soon. It's okay. on. The, it's on the Up Channel. Okay. Remember, it was oh, on that Chris- yep. Christian. That's um, right. Yeah. Uh, programming and it's on go. December 18th at three o'clock. Nope, DVR it. So here we go. But an entertainment reporter tweeted back at Netflix saying, "Why are you calling people out like that, Netflix?" And Netflix replied, "Quote: I just want to make sure you're okay." <laughs> well, the tweet wasn't a joke. A rep confirmed that 53 people have watched A Christmas Prince every day for 18 days. Wow. But uh, Mashable is arguing that it's a little sinister because. Uh, not only is this a little invasive that they're paying a little too close of attention to why what we're they watching, name names, but it's also self-serving since a Christmas Prince is a Netflix movie. Well, sure, but I guess there's somebody who watched Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl every day for a whole year. Oh my goodness! And then somebody in the UK watched B Movie 357 times over the past year. Wow! And neither one of those would have been a shock in my house. No. Not all that long ago. Oh God, there were movies that Jacob watched. Over and over and over. Well, there were some, you know, he'd watch it 20 to the 30 minute ones 20 times in one day. (laughs) Yes. So I know plenty of kiddos that are an everyday watcher of their favorite movie. So maybe that's the explanation. Okay. Well, uh, the groomer 
came to my house yesterday. And while they were grooming the cats, I turned on a little daytime TV. I can't remember yeah. the last time I did that. Yeah. I sat down. I watched The Chew. I did not see Mario Batali. Oh, no. He's out. Uh, he's been out for a little while. But he's out out now. He is. Four women have accused him of inappropriate. We're talking about Chef Mario Batali of inappropriate touching. And three dozen current and former employees say he has a reputation for using sexual innuendo in the workplace. Did you say three dozen? Three dozen current and former. Yes. That's 36. After these allegations <laughs> broke, Batali announced that he's stepping away from his businesses for now. This is a guy who is behind some of my favorite restaurants in the Man, world. you know, I'm starting to get a little... Uh, it seems like a lot of your favorite people are going down, Jeff. Or people associated with some of my favorite yes. things. You know, there's, there's a lot of collateral damage here. And there's a lot of suffering for people like you. After these allegations broke, Batali announced that he is stepping away from his businesses for now. ABC has also removed him from that cooking show, The Chew, while it looks into things. Mm. Well, I mean, it's disappointing. You yeah. Know? It's, oh, it is. Disappointing. It is. And I, I just wonder, I said this to Jeff yesterday. After the, I'm like, how many men do you think are just sweating right now? Just going back over their history, or just knowing their own behavior, and knowing going, that it's a matter of when, time. When, yes, when is the <laughs> when is this going to blow up for me? And should I get out ahead of it? Should I? Is there anything that I can do to prevent? Well, and a lot of people went on Twitter and were mentioning how Mario, who didn't deny it, he said, "I don't even know who these women are because they're all anonymous." But yeah, it sounds like me. Guilty. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. It. He's not even trying to deny well, it. And and so what the are point... the details? What are, I mean, I heard one woman. She, she spilled something on her top, and he grabbed her breast. Yeah, yeah spilled all... wine or something. Yeah, or it would he... block the doorway. Yeah. He would okay. block the door so that they would have to straddle him to get out. Gotcha. Things like that. Right, so he's like, "Yeah, that's something I do." And just say nasty things. And they and part of the thing is they said he was known for retaliation. And really? Yeah, and oh. he was a guy that you absolutely didn't want to mess with. One woman saying that when she complained, she was terminated. So there's a lot of uh, allegations there. But the point that some people on Twitter were making was, if you know your numbers coming up, then why don't you just get ahead of it instead of just mm-hmm. sitting there? Because it makes your apology disingenuous. To wait, 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 Until wait, 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 caught. knowing that you're guilty of these things. And right. then someone comes out and accuses you and you're like, yeah, guilty. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, if you really wanted to do the right thing, you would have well, gotten hoping. out in front of yeah, it. Yeah, they're just hoping. I mean, should they try to get out in front of it privately maybe, or well, that would publicly? Be... I mean, do they go to the women that they... Remember harassing? That's a good question. I I wonder if Mario Batali had gone to his business partner, Joe Bastianich, and Uh said, listen, there's a possibility this may come down. Right. You know, you you know how I am and you know how I operate. So what do you want me to do? Do you want me to get out in front of this? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think Joe said, well, let's just wait and see? Right. Well, I would bet, and this is just a guess from a lawyer's perspective, the lawyer's probably saying, well, don't go admitting guilt before you've even been Yeah, because been then they can sue you. Because now you're opening yourself up to lawsuits. Right. But at this juncture, with when you consider how long this dialogue, this national dialogue has been taking place, mm-hmm. does it make their, apolo- their apologies disingenuous to you oh, when yeah. they wait this long? Yeah. Knowing that it's or, a matter yeah. of time before their number's up. 
Right. Or if they're just like, yeah, sounds like I did that. That doesn't sound like an apology. I think that would be upsetting to people that maybe you did do those things too. But he did go on to apologize and say that he had no excuses. So that's what I'm asking is mm-hmm. does do those statements seem disingenuous to you when he's known this <laughs> and known yeah, the possibility that this was coming for a while? <laughs> Three dozen. Wow, that's just a lot. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.